Welcome, beloved tribe. This is The Brew with Suzanne Morning. Visit us at SuzanneMorning.com and join our tribe's Facebook page, Suzanne Morning Health and Healing. Like and follow us. And don't forget to email us questions for our month-end podcast where we discuss issues and we channel guidance. Yeah. This is The Brew with Suzanne Morning. And the portal is opening. Welcome, beloved, to The Brew with Suzanne Morning. Today is episode three, If Dreams Were Real. Or we could call it Burn the Potatoes. Yeah. So my friends, are you a dreamy person? Were you labelled a dreamboat? Bit of a fairy, away with the fairies. Any of those names ring a bell with you? Because if you're one of those people, or you've been labelled that, this podcast is for you. And for those who aren't, listen to it too, because there's always something to learn. A little story we'll start with. I remember as a child, whoa, how old would I have been? I don't know, 11 or so. My parents going out, they left the meal cooking. I was involved in a wonderful story I was reading. I dropped into such a deep, contemplative, engaged state with this book in this beautiful faraway place that the potatoes burned. They could smell it all the way up the hill as they were walking down the long, windy path to our house in the bush. They burst through the door like, Can't you smell the potatoes burning? Uh... No, and to my embarrassment, this day, I would still say no. I was so engaged in this book in such a deep state. (laughs) Smoke pouring out of the potatoes, dried to a pulp. I mean, they were burnt. The pot was burnt. I did not smell it. I wasn't aware. So dream state into my book. Further on, let's fast forward a little bit. At school, one of my teachers, uh, one day I'm just staring out the window, as you do or as I do, and he calls out to me because he, he he wanted to make a dramatic statement. He would open it up with, baby, baby, sometimes you just got to come out of that dream world. You got to wake up and join us. Oh, that's a bit hard to talk like that. You can't live like that all the time. Yeah. Baby, wake up and join us. You cannot live in that dream state. You've got to come back to planet Earth. Like, what do you mean? I mean, I was an A student. But somehow I managed to have a foot in each camp where no one was looking. I was staring and I was off somewhere. Yeah, where was I? That is a good question. You know, contrary to popular public opinion about the sensible benefits of him coming and joining us and being busy and sensible and coming to, I've never really been able to fully sustain that. This sensible, busy, beta state. You know, beta state? Busy, 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 beta state. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. So he was asking me to wake up and be more like them. And maybe you guys out there, you dreamers, my tribe, you beloved, 
Someone has told you, stop dreaming, wake up and be more like Uncle Joe, more like your sister or your brother. So I'm asking you today, who is your wake up and be like this person? Because a lot of us have them. Yeah, we do. Explicitly or implicitly, we have been told this and or and or we have told ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's like a bad smell that we absorbed and it became us. Now, my wake up and be more like this was kind of a left brain, sensible, practical, industrious person was punctual, composed, prudent, sensible, composed. And I say composed, very composed. And I was not. I was a spontaneous, emotional, slightly erratic, <laughs> colourful, imaginative, demonstrative feeling, wondering, inquisitive. Created my own clothes, off the rack, slightly strange and weird, different. And I made myself self suffer for so long, thinking I needed to be this other wake-up person. I really did. And it reminds me, it reminds me of the metaphor of a ventriloquist. Yeah, a ventriloquist. You've seen those acts? You're watching the act. You're waiting for the slip. You know it's not real. It's, well, it's just so apparent. It's all pretending. And you can see their mouth moving. I know that's you. I know that's not really you, that dummy. And I'm always relieved when it's finished because it was an act and it was an uncomfortable act. And thank God that's over. So what I'm saying to you, my friends, my dreamboats, is who's your dummy? Who's your dummy? Who are you told to wake up from your dream and be more like? Who's your dummy? Who is your dummy? Because let me tell you, we always revert to who we really are when no one's looking. Yeah, I spent decades saying, I don't like country music. No, that's not me. Until I started singing it, I went, oh, I am suited to this music and I do like it. Oh, when no one's looking, I am toe-tapping to country music. <laughs> Even now, I feel a little awkward saying that. I've come out. I've come out and I've said it. But we revert when no one's looking to who we really are. It's like when I used to stare out the window at school and that teacher said, wake up. You've got to join the world. You can't live like that. Every time no one was looking, I reverted. I was staring and I had a toy box, it's a metaphor, in my mind and I would pull out. I was dressing up. I was a speaker. <clears throat> I was writing books. I was doing healing work. I was doing magic. I was doing all sorts of things, wonderful things. But of course, it was just a dream. It was just a dream, isn't it? Just a dream. It wasn't real. So I packed it in the toy bag box and came back to reality and, and to the sensible rhythm and times of life but when no one was looking I was toe tapping I was reverting and I'm wondering when people aren't looking and you are having a little stare out the window where are you going who's speaking 
What are you seeing? What are you doing? And what are you feeling? What's going on there? What is going on? You don't have to tell us, but have a little word with yourself. Because that stare, that time we just stare into space and we're dreaming, I call it the dream stare or the stare dream. That's where we go into intense creativity and connecting with our soul. A lot of secrets and wonders reside there. It's a toy box. Yeah, of good stuff. Now, let me tell you, my three poetry books that were independently published, they came as a result of staring out the window when I used to travel on the subway for hours. Yeah, you think, oh, I labored, I labored. Well, I did labor, but... I labored by staring out the window and ideas dropped into my head and they scattered and sorted themselves out while I was just drifting and dreaming. And I would scramble and write bits and pieces and serviettes and scrap papers in my bag. And it was the dream stare out the subway window. The best clothing I've ever designed as a fashion designer came from staring out the bus windows. Long, long trips. Ideas dropping in. Oh, what if I do that and that and that? with no restrictions, no time restraints, my mind was free-flowing, out came the designs. And my music. Best creative music I do is when I just go into a dreamy state and I flow. That's my most creative time. And the best solutions I've come up to problems have been where I've been sitting in a cafe staring into space. Just staring, dreaming and staring. I have not been YouTubing or reading heavy books. Some of my greatest insights were not in webinars. They were inside my eyelids. I just tuned out and kind of shut up. And then I just stared and drifted like I didn't have a care in the world. And suddenly things got quieter. And after a while the noise died down and then something kind of bubbled to the surface like a little thought, a little wisp, a little whim. And then I followed it and sniffed it and smelled it and played with it. And it developed into something. <clears throat> so my friends... I would say poetically to you, stare, stare, stare like a bear. Because when we are staring, when we are in that dream state staring, we're actually in the theta brainwave. Let me get scientific with you for a moment. Da-da-da-da. Using the science word. Yes. In the spiritual broadcast, I am using the word science. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Da-da-da-da. In the human brain. We have many types of different brain waves. We move between beta, alpha, theta, delta. Beta is the busy one. Busy, 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 busy. Beta, yeah. Then we drop into alpha when we're a bit more relaxed. Then theta. Now theta is the one pre-sleep we drop into when we're in deep states of relaxation. In the hot bath and meditation. That is theta. And then delta is sleep. 
Now, when you are in the theta brainwave, and they have measured this with research and observing imagery in the brain, you are in your super creative state because the brain is relaxed. It hasn't got an agenda. And somehow, because of that, it's able to access everything and anything you've ever known, felt, or seen. And that's how people come up with super creative ideas, advanced problem solving, vivid imaginations, inspiration. During the theta, you reduce pain, cortisol. People come up with inventions and wait. But wait, there's more. The subconscious connects with the superconscious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some people have spontaneous healings, see future visions. They do the spooky woo-woo while they're in theta. And that, my friends, is while they're doing the dream stare. Yeah, Einstein did the dream stare out the window. And they said, look, your son's a loser. He just dreams out the window. Take him home. Well, Missy teacher, and I can say this because I am a teacher, he was actually playing in the stars and uh, was in the throes of coming up with different scientific theories. Yeah, that's what he was doing in that dream stare out the window. What was I doing in my dream stare? Well, when I was called out that day, I probably would have been having one of my dreams about healing or speaking to people, doing a bit of magic, creating all that stuff that I never thought I could do or was allowed to do, but I was doing it because you can't keep a good soul down. Mm -mm -mm. You can try and squash it with social messages and familial pressures and even our own internal dialogue, but like a ball pushed underwater, it will always rise to the surface the moment you're not looking or exerting pressure on it. Your soul will catch up with you. And if you want to be, you want to prevent being caught unaware, then just stop and have a stare and let it come to the surface. Let it bubble up, bubble up. Now here's an interesting thing. Here's an interesting thing. <clears throat> to have this wonderful revelation, who I am, what I want. To go into the seat of your soul may only cost you the price of a coffee or a bus fare or a subway. I know. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And you thought you had to go all the way over to Hawaii for that retreat. But go anyway because it'll be a lot of fun and you'll meet people. You will have great experiences. But hey, just saying, sometimes the furthest distance you will go is between you and your eyelids, closing them and dropping in to the child within in the stair dream. Yeah, the stair dream. There's a song coming on, I can feel it. Now, isn't it interesting? I'm going to tell you something. Hold on to your seat. Theta is most prevalent in, the state of theta is most prevalent in, wait for it, A, is it scientists? B, is it gurus? C, is it intellectuals? Or D, is it children? It is D. Kids are in theta most of the time. We ought to be listening to our kids. They are close, the closest to their subconscious. They're connected to the superconscious. Their vivid imagination, their ability to be receptive and connect with their intuition and knowing. And yet, 
We say don't listen to yourself, listen to us and the education system which needs a little revamp to be more holistic and to teach us, to teach children to listen to themselves. My voice is getting a little squeaky because I'm getting a little uptight about that. Now let me tell you, another person who was a great teacher, and that would be Mr. Jesus, Mr. Jesus Christ, wonderful ascended master, and rather handsome bloke I am quite partial to. He said, and might I quote, <laughs> he said, the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And he was referring to the children, not the disciples. No, nope. he said, blokes, disciples, actually the kingdom of God does not belong to you guys. Yeah, it belongs to these kids over here on the ground playing marbles and imagination and dress up. They are in deep fetus state, connected to themselves. They have not learned to stick their hand up the ass of a dummy and pretend to be something they're not. They're still being true to who they are. So, my beloved, we meditate to get to ourselves, the God within and the God without. We meditate to slow down that adult chatter, the sensible busyness, so that we can once again return to being theta kids who know our own truth. So do that. As the Texans say, go big or go home. And as Suzanne says, go theta or go home. Stop, grab yourself a coffee and stare for several hours. Whatever you need to do, stare and dream. And listen as you hear the thud of the dummy as it drops to the floor. Yow! Painful hand. It's been stuck up somewhere it shouldn't have been. And I'll have that hand back, thanks, because um, I need it, not you. And it's mine. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just drop that dummy stuff. Let's go into theatre. Let's let that adult chatter just settle down. And then without judgment, suspending reality... See what bubbles up. It may take time and practice to learn to go back to being a child again. Play with your kids. Play with the animals. They know how to do this. When I channel kids, animals, pure, easy to read because they haven't got complicated and built up lots of walls and scenarios and they haven't got lots of ventriloquist dummies on the go. Speaking and narrating scripts that are difficult to say and that they're going to slip up on in any minute because it is quite difficult to be so duplicitous as a ventriloquist. Yeah, and remember, my friends, my beloved, as you start to reconnect through your dream stare, you may never really fully rejoin that sensible world again. And that might be just what you need. You may even find yourself humming a little song. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, there's a land that I've heard of once in a lullaby. 
Once in a theatre lullaby, yeah, 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 in a lullaby where I'm just staring and dreaming, in a lullaby in my happy place, in my theatre space, way up high, high. Just threw that in to wake you up. Yeah, you might just find yourself singing a little bit of that in your next board meeting. Mm-hmm, yeah. And actually enjoying yourself. <laughs> and enjoying yourself a lot more. So, yeah, why not do that? Why not do that? You may also find yourself one day at a show. Walking out of it. Because you just cannot stomach another ventriloquist act ever again. Now, my friends, my beloved, I hope and I suspect that listening to this, you may find yourself frequenting, frequenting your favorite cafe a little more often. So much so that you fill up your coffee cart and you are entitled to a free tenth one. Yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? And you may just, while you're sitting there on that tenth coffee, Practicing your stare dream, dropping into who am I and what do I toe tap to? What do I toe tap to? Toe tap to? Toe tap to? Do 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 do? Toe tap to? What are you toe tap to? Are you a country singer who's been saying you're not? And no one's looking, what are you thinking and doing? Yeah. What? What is that? What is that little secret you are harboring? Because there are some parts of us that have not come out. And I think it's about time we came out and we toe-tapped to our country songs. Yeah. Because on that 10th coffee day, you may, as you are deep in your feature dream state, may suddenly just invent... Or finally, you may feel that... Or, or realize that all along you were really wanting. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, sound effects here. And this could all happen on the 10th coffee. So be patient. Takes a while to learn to go back to theater and be a kid again. And just listen here and play. And so, my beloveds, go feeder or go home. Go feeder or go home. Forget the busy beater, that busy beater brainwave. That'll do your head in. Yes, it will. Visit it, but don't live there. Shift your address, your permanent residence, and see if you can get a feeder one. Go feeder or go home because somewhere over that rainbow while I sit and stare into space as I'm doing this podcast I see the divine yeah because I channel best when I am in my dreaming state yeah I do I do and right now as I'm staring I see the divine today she is dressed up as Gypsy Rose. She's in a lily designer dress, something I made, yeah. 
and she's swaying in it. Her generous hips moving with a beat of a familiar country tune that I'm singing. Mochaccino in one hand and a poetry book. Oh, that's mine in the other. And she's grinning. Yeah. And I hear her say, <laughs> oh, you just let them potatoes burn, baby. You just let them burn. Yeah. Yeah. Let them burn. Yeah. And you know, baby, my beloved babies, the divine is waiting to stare with you. It's your turn. It's your turn. Burn the potatoes. Love and light. Love and theta light, my beloveds. Visit us at suzannemorning.com. Feel free to join our tribe Facebook page, Suzanne Morning Health and Healing. Like and follow us. Email us questions for our month-ending podcast where we discuss issues and channel guidance. The Brew with Suzanne Morning at gmail.com. Love and light, beloveds. Love and theta light.